Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Worth More podcast, episode number four. Today, I will be discussing why I don't believe there are good or bad foods at all. So get excited. My name is Cami Bleese, and I am your host of this podcast, and I am so excited for this episode. So let's go ahead and jump right on in. Have you ever had a food day where you maybe eat in a way that you didn't really want to and you considered it a bad day or a day where you ate really what's considered good and you considered it a good day? The reality here is that I don't think our days or our character or our meals should be defined by good or bad because I don't believe that food should carry a moral value. I don't believe you're better or worse as a person because of your food choices. And I do think a lot of people feel superior when they make really good food choices or maybe feel insecure when they make poorer food choices. And I say poorer very loosely. Ultimately, the way I like to explain or differentiate between food groups are things that are considered nutrient-dense versus things that are considered energy-dense. So energy dense is something that maybe doesn't have a lot of nutrient value, but you really enjoy and you really like it. Whereas nutrient dense is something that has a lot of good nutrients in it, whether it's carbs or fats or proteins or micronutrients or antioxidants, but it has a lot of good things in your body that you really want to be fueling it with. But One is not good and one is not bad. It just serves different purposes in our lives. Something I hear from a lot of clients or people that I talk to is that they just ultimately don't think they trust themselves if they were to just remove labeling off of foods or if they were to stop dieting. And I find that not shocking but sad because ultimately the reality is is we've become so disconnected from our bodies and our body's natural signals and cues that we don't think we can trust ourselves because we don't even fully know what we want. We're so used to following a diet or following a program that tells us exactly what to eat and when to eat, whether we feel like it or not, that when it comes to asking ourselves, what do you feel like? We don't even know how to answer that question, but our body does signal those things. Our body does let us know when it's hungry and when it's not and when it's full and when it's not. You know, it's so much smarter than we give it credit for, but because we're so focused on just fueling it to do for weight loss that we kind of have become disconnected from its ultimate purpose, its ultimate goal. So this is something that was true for me. And I think something that's true for a lot of people who go through this journey to reestablish neutrality around foods is that you might end up eating a lot of foods that you never used to eat. And that's okay, right? I've started eating um, more pasta than I ever used to eat. Pasta is not my favorite thing, but it also was something that I sort of had fear around because it was mainly very energy dense, right? Very high in carbs, not typically super high in nutrients. So when I was in diet mindset, I didn't really see the point in pasta. Why would I eat pasta if that doesn't get me closer to my goals? Why would I eat pasta? Because sometimes it's really darn good. 
you know? And I think when you ask yourself, what do you feel like? What sounds good? You're kind of satisfying these cravings within your body and you're creating a relationship and a friendship and, you know, this really beautiful balance between listening to your body and your body will not always crave pasta. It will not always crave brownies or donuts or for me, cheese and crackers. I eat them more frequently, but I eat them with more joy and peace. And my body knows exactly how to process it and exactly what to do with it. And so when it comes time for me to eat it, it's not like I'm eating it intense fear and guilt where my body isn't operating in its natural state. And so when you eat in a way that is more peaceful, your body is so much more helpful and positive in the way that it processes things. You know, the thing that I think we need to start with is changing how we eat. And often we are so fixated on the individual foods that we miss out on sort of our own dietary patterns. So we become so fixated on eating certain things or not eating certain things that we kind of lose sight of like, okay, if I'm allowed to eat ice cream, that doesn't all of a sudden mean I eat ice cream every night. But, or maybe you do. You know what? You do. You live your best life. But the reality is, is that there are going to be patterns within our lives and patterns within our eating. And it's more important to find a balance that evens itself out within that pattern rather than boiling it down to a certain meal. It's like the simple truth that one meal of pasta is not going to put you over your weight and one salad is not all of a sudden going to make you thin. You know, it is a pattern of a lifestyle that we need to focus on, not so much the individual foods themselves. So we talk about cravings a little bit, and I think this really interesting fact about taste buds is helpful when understanding cravings. So our taste buds have a three-week lifespan. So have you ever noticed if you're eating a lot of sugary foods or you're eating, you know, maybe a lot of fruits and vegetables, that all of a sudden you're starting to crave those things given the next week or two? Well, it's because you're training your taste buds to search for certain things, to desire certain things. So maybe in the beginning, when you start adding more nutrient-dense foods into your diet, your body's not craving them just yet. But what you're wanting to do is reprogram these taste buds so that in the coming weeks, it does. But it can't crave what it can't, what it isn't eating. So you have to give your taste buds those foods. So we need to start by eating more nutrient-dense foods because then we'll start craving nutrient-dense foods. Most of our taste buds have been taught to crave high sugar and high fat foods, which actually alters our brain neurochemicals involved in appetite and reward. But if you eat a lot of processed foods or a lot of fast foods or convenience foods, they're really high in sugar and really high in fat. And so our taste buds are trained to seek out those things and crave those things. And we've actually lost the ability to appreciate the subtle complexity of real food, right? We're no longer familiar with their true flavor. We're familiar with their flavor counterparts. Think of grapes or raspberry or cherry or orange flavor. We're so much more used to the flavoring version rather than the true item itself, that we stop appreciating what a real grape tastes like or what a real cherry tastes like because we're so caught up in the manufactured version of it. 
So you need to start adding in the real version and paying attention to the tastes and how you like it and what you think about it. And then your body will actually start to crave those things more. Kind of circling back to a point I made a little bit earlier, but another recommendation I have is to eat positively. So the mindset that you have as you eat is really important. And I think a lot of us gloss over this concept because it might seem a little silly. But the truth is, when you are eating in a way that you you feel happy, you feel joyful, you feel at peace, your body will absorb absorb more nutrients and process the food better when it's appealing to you and you're excited about it. So if you are eating cake, but you're excited about it, your body's going to use all the nutrients it can and process it really well because it's functioning at its optimal level. But when you eat foods and feel shame, the signals sent to your organs and body systems are not as productive and therefore they don't do the job they're intended to do. So maybe eating that salad was just not as productive because you aren't actually getting all the nutrients from it because you feel frustrated or you feel, you know, deprived and you're angry. Your body is not in the right state to process as optimally as it could. So eat things you're excited to eat. Eat things with joy. Eat things positively. And it really will change how your body digests them. We need to ditch eating for weight loss. That's my next point. We need to ditch eating for weight loss. Ultimately, the reality is the purpose of eating is not to be thin or to change our bodies. The purpose of eating is to fuel our bodies so that we can live well. And living well and being healthy will look different for each and every one of us. But ultimately, we want to eat for something bigger than trying to be thin. We want to be ruled by more than trying to be thin. But when your decisions, even your food decisions, boil down to what's going to make you thinner, it's ultimately not as productive. It's ultimately not as helpful. So we need to start having conversations with yourself and ourselves about what we like and don't like. I actually do not like almonds. I don't like almond butter. I don't like raw almonds. I really don't like them. You know how many almonds I freaking ate in my diet life? So many. Because how many programs were like, have a handful of almonds and blueberries for a snack and you'll feel oh so satisfied. I don't like almonds. And as soon as I stopped this diet mindset, I genuinely don't know if I've had another almond. But I've had tons of other fruits and legumes and nuts and berries and vegetables. Things that I do really like. I got into a funny discussion with one of my friends. He hates quinoa. He thinks it's so weird and so stupid. I love it. I think it's so good. It adds so much kind of, you know, texture to my foods. You can like it or dislike it, but the cool part is I am making those decisions for myself, not letting diet culture make them for me, not letting fear make them for me. Another great thing that you can start doing is eating more vegetables, period, 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 period. Just try and start eating more vegetables. Ideally not canned. Frozen works because most of the time there's nothing really added to it. But the concept of eating more is really nice. And also what I want you to think of is adding things in and crowding things out. When you start filling up on things that are nutrient dense, sure, maybe you start with the salad before your pizza. 
but ultimately you'll probably eat a little bit less pizza and you'll be really satisfied and you'll be getting nutrients. Whereas more often than not, you're trying to decide between the pizza and the salad. Have both. You want the nutrients, but you want to make sure you're not feeling deprived. So try the concept of adding more things onto your plate that are nutrient dense and still add the other stuff that you're really craving. You don't want to create this mindset of deprivation and restriction. That's why adding more things in is so helpful and so important. When it comes to eating, the reality is we need to slow down and be present because we rush through meals without really realizing what we've consumed and how much we've consumed. When you sit with your food, you realize when you start to get full, when flavors start changing, and you stop using external cues as your guide, right? Most of us look at our plate and if we're not used to giving ourselves slightly smaller portions, we use our plate as our visual cue of being done or not. But most of the time we're done long before the plate is empty. So if you slow down and you become present with your food, then you're actually able to use internal cues versus external cues. I have a, you know, I think journaling is really important and helpful for some people when it comes to changing their habits and their lifestyles, but it's not um, for making you feel guilty or I don't want to have to write it down, so I'm not going to eat it, but more for patterns. So I get, let's say you get really hungry at, you know, you wake up really hungry or you get really hungry at three or really hungry at five, or you constantly crave cheese around the 15th of the month. There are patterns that you can start to catch on. And that's really important to pay attention to. It's helpful. It doesn't matter necessarily that you had a brownie today and a salad yesterday, but paying attention to what tends to be the pattern of that consistently over time is the point of journaling, I think, for me. The reality is our goal should be to live well. It should be that there's no moral judgment around food and we let go of shame and connecting that to our bodies. We let go of judgment and connecting that to our bodies. We are lucky to eat so many wonderful things that we're missing the point when we focus on diet foods and we focus on low-calorie options. I genuinely believe that your health and your physical body will be so much improved if you focus on actually just adding in more real foods, not taking things out, not restricting things, just adding more in. I love this pledge. Um, It's called the Live Well Pledge, and it's from a book called Health at Every Size, which if you have not read it, I cannot recommend this book enough. I went through this book with my private Facebook group. Um, If you have any interest in joining that, it's called the KB Tribe. KB are together. Um, but we just kind of connect and encourage each other in there. But we went through a little book club and read worth more, not worth more than your weight. That's my program. We, um, read health at every size and they have a live well pledge at the end. And I thought it was really great. And that's what I want to leave you with is this pledge today. I will try to feed myself when I'm hungry today. I will try to be attentive to how foods taste and make me feel. Today, I will try to choose foods that I like and that make me feel good. Today, I will honor my body's signals of fullness. Today, I will try to find 
an enjoyable way to move my body. Today, I will try to look kindly at my body and to treat it with love and respect. I think that's a really great mindset to move forward from. Um, and remember that you are worth more. And I hope that you step into that today and try and make one of these decisions today. Try to be intentional. And I will be chatting with y'all next week. Bye, guys.